The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for the Plank Show. Let's go to work, brother! It's time for the Plank Show with Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank. You can call the show on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's time for the Plank Show with Josh Helmer and Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank. And, and... OU women's gymnastics coach K.J. Kindler makes her triumphant return to the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. What's going on, coach? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Do you? This is, nice. is this a new shirt? I like that shirt. Thanks. I just noticed it. Thank you. It's got to get a look to it. So, after, okay, I have a question just following up on an off-air conversation. So, as soon as you got done on Friday, did you hit the road to start co-recruiting? Or I did. Okay. <laughs> I did. Um, we had... Uh, the Nastia Lukin Cup, which oh, is a okay. very big deal in women's gymnastics. Um, and uh, we had uh, three of our signees in the meet, as well as one of our signees was in Winter Cup, which is the elite okay. portion Whoa. of that. Like Yule Moldauer, like the big names are in that. Um, Addison Feda. So she got sixth, which was great. Um, but Elm... Elle Miller won the Nastia Cup, and she is coming next year. She will be a freshman. It was pretty incredible. We had a few others I can't mention that were in the meet as well. But um, it was... It was like a Sooner showdown at the Nastia Lucan Cup. So we were really proud of that and excited. Well, congratulations. Yeah. That's got to be a great feeling. Louisville. Oh, you're in Louisville? Yeah. <laughs> every, time, every time I say it, I get corrected by someone from there. I'll say Louisville. It's Louisville. I'm like, I, I, I just said that, didn't I? But so congratulations on the future and yeah. congratulations on the present. Yeah. Uh, just like you, you wanted, right? The, the highest score in what? The history of the program? Yeah. I can't tell you how hard that is to do. <laughs> I know. Um, because we've had such good teams uh, in the past as well. And- I knew it was coming, um, that balance beam performance, uh, one of the best in the history of my career. Oh, wow. Um, and what, what spurred that's it? That's saying a lot. Uh, it was, it was, there was zero errors from seven people. When I say zero, I mean zero errors. So um, one judge gave three tens, and that, and actually this judge is one that is a a very particular judge. Really? Yes. So I was uh, really pleased with that. But when you go 49-8 on beam, um, that's something special. So going into floor, we we had a really great chance of breaking that record. So it was was just a really good night overall um, from beginning to end. And, uh, yeah, resulted in a record. Was there there anyone who – well, you just talked about it with the beam. I mean, it's yeah. if you looked up, you're like, whoa, that's pretty incredible. And I know you're always right there with them, preparing them and then celebrating with them or consoling after a beam <laughs> performance. I mean, let's just, you know, you, your coach got to sometimes build up and other times uh, uh, celebrate with them. But was there anyone that really kind of stood out that kind of surprised you by how on point they were? 
uh, on, on Friday? Catherine, because her warm-up was pretty rough. And so this is actually a very good sign for me um, because – you have to be able to put that behind you. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was out of that beam lineup all year last year. This this warm up was not her best, and she literally, you know, shoved it over to the side and did what she always does. So that was pretty incredible. But I mean, Jordan Bowers had a all around career record. So did Faith Torres. Like our all arounders are hitting on all cylinders. Um, you know, where I, I got a little. Um, probably fans saw me get a little. I was very irritated, oh. and I was uh, demonstrative and um, a little in the in the. Fa- I I was pretty. Oh, I'm so mad! I missed, you, you know. missed it because I was crazy. <laughs> I was so not unhappy. Um, and and I can. Here's the deal. I Go can, ahead. <laughs> I can do that with a meet referee. I'm right. allowed to like say whatever I'm feeling to the meat ref. If I say it to the actual official, I get yellow carded and whatnot. So the meat referee probably went for counseling after the meet. <laughs> I was I was really uh, disappointed in a few things. So, you know, that's just how it goes. But um, Where is the meat referee usually located? She or he sits at the table next to vault. Okay. You know, so on bars, I marched. I was marching right <laughs> over there. I had to actually watch Jordan's bar routine from an angle <laughs> I never watch it from. But I was, uh, and there was a lot of arm movements. And yeah. My, my kids. At kid. one point, I think I said, what else do you want? You know, I, so it, it's, but that's, the, you know, that's the. I think it's important for a coach to be able to express that and attitude. Yeah, um, yeah but we'll see. My, uh, I was, I tell coach this a lot, and I try to make it sound as as non creepy as possible. But the amount of time I'll tell my kids, like, oh look, coach getting mad. There's coach, she's getting after him. I, it's just I love watching your, I love watching you coach. You know, and I, <laughs> it's it's hilarious, but awesome because I know how much you put into it. You know, yeah. I, I know how much it means to you. So it's got to feel real. <laughs> Well, you're, you're mad about something and your team still had the highest yeah. score ever. That's just well, the pursuit of perfection. They can't fight for themselves. You right. know, that's that's my job. And um, and I always tell them that. I don't want you to pay attention to that score. Or you pay attention to your performance, period. I'll handle the other stuff. And they let me. I think they got very excited when I was <laughs> fired up. Well, I mean, we, we see it in every sport. Sometimes a coach getting a tee in basketball, that's a moment that, that spurs things to another level. And sometimes when they see you fighting for them, it's a big deal. I, you know, I'm, I'm just now looking at the box score. Did we have any exhibitions this weekend? You get- yeah, Soraya Hawthorne exhibition vault and did our best vault. Really? She she stuck it cold. She got a 9925, which uh, is her career high. Um, so that was exciting to see because last time she exhibitioned, she kind of rolled out of it. She, it's a work in progress. So that was a big moment for her. She had a really great night, actually. She exhibitioned floor as well. And then May Lynn did both bars and beam and, and did an excellent job as well. Four all-arounders on Friday? Yeah, yeah. Just testing the waters a little bit with a few people? We've been... Have We've you been, been doing, doing four? four? Have you really? Yes, which is really unique for us, um, and and it's been management and kind of new territory for us as a staff. Uh, 
you know, you're doing a lot more when you're an all-arounder. You're uh, putting in a little bit more hours. You're also getting more hard landings in. So we're we're being very uh, methodical about their recovery and and what we're doing to keep them strong, um, but yet giving them rest. It's it's been scientific, I think, and and we actually have grown as a staff trying to figure it out. You know, it's it's in we had. I think you had Olivia sit in last week for you. She's been great, by the way. I, I, I love talking to her. And she talked about how maybe with warm-ups, you know, just with so much depth, really keeping an eye on it and kind of seeing, all right, who's really dialed in. You talk about the adjustments with the all-arounders. Has there been a little bit of a different approach as to how you're watching or gauging or judging what you're seeing in the warm-ups? Yeah, I think so. Like this week – we we told them you get two of each tumbling pass and warm up and you don't get a third. One athlete said, "Hey, can I do one more?" and Tom said, "No, sir. <laughs> you cannot. You have to live with whatever you right. did." So, it's forcing them to be more efficient Good. and and I bet next meet her her first two are going to be stellar, you know, cuz she knows that third one's not happening cuz that when we limit that a little bit, it it's better on their bodies and they're also not you know, trying to go, go, go and do extra. I feel like I'm seeing Belle Johnson a little bit more, or has yeah. she has she earned a little bit more of a spot? Is it an opportunity to get some rest for people too? Yeah, I think Belle um, jumped in there and, and did such an excellent job. She kind of solidified that spot. But Soraya is kind of on the cusp there as well. Danny's still working to get back, so we'll see how that goes. But I, I think we were hoping for the end of February for her. I think we're thinking more postseason at this point. Yeah, and again, you have said, and I, I go back to our preview that we wrote for the season, depth, 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 maybe as much depth as you've had. So it, you never want anyone to get hurt. You never want anyone to be out. But when you have this kind of depth, it helps to minimize that a bit, right? Yes, and it's it's giving her time to come back at her pace versus rushing her back. Is this still the thing she was dealing with? Or, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's just – uh, when you take off time like that in the crucial time of preseason where you're building stamina and you have to literally stop, um, y- you're losing probably – if you're out four weeks, you're losing 8 to 12. And so you're losing all that time from September mm. to December. So she needs the time to build that back up. And she's doing that. I mean – there's no one who works harder than she does. So we're hoping that she's going to uh, find herself in a position to Good. be an option soon. Well, and for Danae, is she able to be around the team or is she rehabbing? Yeah, she's rehabbing, but uh, been super excited. She's now walking. You know, oh, once you get off those crutches, right. you're pretty mobile. And actually, I was like, she should compete. She's like... <laughs> Moving around so good at the meet um, and seems in less pain. You know, when you first come out of surgery, that's a it's kind of an eye opener. You know, it really hurts, (laughs) you know, but now she's she's gotten over that hump. So feeling better for sure. You can tell in her demeanor, like her personality is is back. You know, it's uh, that's great to see because she's got a big personality and it makes a difference. Reagan Smith uh, had the perfect 10 on the beam, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, But. What she's just beam floor. What is it? Bars that she's working on consistently to try to be an all around her at some point. Yeah, or? she. Uh, no, it's she does those three and vault. Vault, vault. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, vault. And she did vault at the Metroplex, um, but tweaked her ankle a oh, little bit, and then I know. <laughs> so uh, she's been, t- you know, tapering back on vault a little bit till that feels a hundred percent. But uh. that was actually. Honestly, that was one of her career goals was to compete in the all-around, to compete vault. 
you know, she can check that box now. So she did it. Yeah. And and now, you know, she can focus on her strengths. Yes. And uh, speaking of strengths, this uh, this depth that you have in your floor routines is pretty cool. Is this unique this year or pretty yeah, common for you? I just think very consistent. Good. You know, last year we had – Jordan was having some up and down moments. Definitely Belle was having up and down moments. Their, their consistency – was nowhere near what it is this year. And that has made a big difference for our floor team. So knowing that they're a 9-9 every single time made a big difference. KJ Kindler is our guest. We're talking OU Women's Gymnastics. Got time for a couple more? Oh, yeah. Okay, the lay of the land. Let's let's look at women's gym as it is. Yeah. Uh, you, you're number one right now, but we're welcoming in a team that you beat in a tournament earlier this year. But yet, they're coming back with something to prove this weekend, aren't they? Yeah. First of all, they're not the same team they were in that first Talk of Michigan, meet. of course, Yeah, right? Michigan. They they uh, they didn't have the meat of their life, no doubt, against us uh, in Did that first Did I just say tournament, by the meet. way? I'm it so sorry. Tournament. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever. Just, it I've been was in tournament invita- mode. We all call right. it an invitational, but okay. tournament applies. <laughs> and so, uh, they did not have the meat of their life, um, and, and it f- honestly, it fired them up. And really? it has... It has been um, incredible ever since then. They've been hitting on all cylinders. So they are ranked number seven. You know, and when you have a meet like that at the beginning, you fall kind of far in the rankings, and you have to you have to work your way back up. So even f- they were 20, they worked their way back up to seven. I anticipate they may be five or six by the time postseason rolls around. Um, a, a really talented team, of course, lots of veterans on that team. Myliana um, Kaneva, the uh, assistant coach, is an alum from OU. Um, Bev is uh, one of the most tenured coaches in our sport, uh, has done an incredible job at Michigan, obviously winning the championship in 2021 with us coming in second. So there's a little bit of a rivalry there, but I love the relationship as far as, you know, we're going to continue this back and forth with Michigan, even when we go into the SEC. We've kind of committed to oh, each other cool. on that. And I'm excited about that because. Because they are a, a force in the Big Ten. So this is really good. Lay of the land beyond Oklahoma. We've seen. I mean, we've seen all the teams that have been in the mix already this season. But has there been a couple of other squads that have really caught your eye? You mentioned Michigan has bounced back in a big way. Yeah, I mean, LSU, who we saw earlier, they are on our heels. Um, before this weekend, they had the highest score in the country. Um, we kind of knocked that off. Good. But but until then, they had the highest score in the country. Um, incredibly talented. So LSU is definitely one to watch. However, Florida beat them this weekend at Florida. Of course, it was at their home. But Florida is a good team. And they are, like, taking it slowly. And, and you can see they're kind of um, taking steps up, up, up. Um, that's a team we will not see till the postseason. So that'll be interesting. Um, Utah has been exceptional. They are definitely in the top five. I think they're ranked third right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so some really great teams up there um, that we're going to see down the road. And how cool was it? It's, I don't know how much time you got to spend with Maggie. She came back last week. We talked to her last week, but it was cool to see her back signing books last week. Yeah, I'm excited about that, um, that she had that opportunity. Um, certainly was great to have her there. She was down at the head table watching it from down below. We had some guests from ESPN there as well who are you know, kind of checking out everything for a big invitational hopefully we're going to have here oh, cool. uh, in, in Oklahoma next year. Um, so, yeah. Some really good, and things. you're getting. I know I'm getting way cart before horse here, but 
we are hosting the Big 12 championship too. And that's unfortunately it comes on the week of spring break. So students, I never got to go anywhere on spring break. Did you ever get to go anywhere on spring break? When, well, no, I was an athlete. Did you ever go anywhere on spring break, Josh? Wait, this is where we find out the fun students have. No, 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 no. I, okay. I didn't take the traditional spring break trip. I had one. Others did, you know what? I know. I just, re- I just remember this. Gosh, I'm so old. I took one, and I realized I'm trying to think about my body trying to do what I did when I was 19 and I did that. I don't think I ever want to do that again. No. One, one, one trip on spring break. Back to the point. Spring break is during that week, so it's tough because students will be gone. But not everyone is going out of town for spring break. There's still going to be restaurants. There's still going to be movies. There's still a women's gymnastics meet. So I know that's looking ahead, but it's a big deal to kind of put on the calendar because this will be our last Big 12 championship. Yeah, and it's at the tail end of spring break. It's on Saturday afternoon. So um, that's a really great time for people. Some people come back a little bit early to get settled back in before school starts. So if you come back early, definitely put it on your calendar uh, Saturday. I think it's March 20. I, I don't have it on you the top what? of my. There's some good news because I have been a I've been a scrolling machine this morning. Uh, so I'll be able to have that here in mirror. I say that as I now nothing is working. Our website is loading so slow. All right, here we go. The Big 12 Championship will be inside the LNC on March 23rd. Yes, so March you were right. 23rd. And this weekend, I mean, obviously softball having a big opening. That's the same day as our Michigan meet. Uh, I believe it's in the afternoon. So you can you can hit the softball game if you have tickets. Good right. luck. Good luck. Uh, good luck with the tickets. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you can't hit the softball game, if they're sold out, you can't get in, definitely – Put gymnastics on the calendar and come on over after yeah. the game. It's it's a little earlier start too, six fifteen. So make yes. sure to note that we've had six forty five most of the year, seven o'clock. Yes, this is six fifteen. It is a nationally televised meet. It's one of the biggest home meets of the season. I think it's fair to say, right? Absolutely. And uh, oh my god, we got Alabama coming yes, up on March seventeenth too. So two huge opportunities to get out. But let's focus on this one this weekend. You said it. It's a different Michigan team, and we need a, a loud and a crazy crowd there on Saturday or Friday afternoon. Yes. So, so what I've been so excited about is the consistency of our crowd. We've been eighty three hundred every single meet. Um, but we're wanting to take down that banner because when we take down that banner and can fill the whole bowl, that's when we've really made it. Okay. <laughs> so like, a- as far as I'm concerned, we have no- not made it yet. <laughs> um, so we would love to get nine, 10,000, you know, when we had UCLA in town over 10,000, like crowd. this is, uh, the same situation with Michigan. We need our crowd. We need our crowd behind us. Uh, the crowd was much more instrumental, I thought, in the last meet. Uh, very loud, very involved. They got to see a 10, so I think they all got HTO or something. They 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 all got, like, free tea or something. So you can get uh, free stuff if we get a 10. And, and I think that, um, you know, the judges were – we're definitely influenced by that crowd. It was it was an incredible crowd. And I think that even if you go there and you don't understand the sport, and you're just like, ah, oh, my kids want me to go, <laughs> or my daughter's dragging me here, whatever it might be, our like diehards, they'll make sure you know when it's time to cheer. And and I and that's that crew that's it's it's like right behind the beam over there. Usually is where is that where the parents are? It or? is. Okay, and they're okay. Nuts. They're nuts. I was I've always wondered because if I'm like, well, what's going on? I'll look over there, and if they're going crazy, I'm like, ah, let's go crazy. But the explanation of it before the meet, the you're constantly being told, hey, we're going here, and here's what's good, here's what matters. I just 
even if you're like, oh, I've never been, I, I, I don't know what's going, I don't know what's going on. It's a great educational tool, and I guarantee if you go once, you'll go back again. That's yeah. how fun those events are. Yeah, you know, we had a quad earlier. It was a little longer, but last meet, 90 minutes. Oh. Like, it, you're in and out. Um, it's going to be a really nice weekend. It'll be a great weekend to come out. You're the best. I'm so glad you're back. I was so worried Thanks. I said something to make you angry, but then I'm like, well. you well, did, but. Yeah, we'll work through it. I, I, I probably made fun of the Steelers or something <laughs> is what happened. All right, hey, Coach Kindler, you're the best. Uh, 6.15 right. this week, and we got tickets we'll be giving away over the next couple of days to get you out. And support the Sooner Soft are the uh, Sooner Women. What is just going on here? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, geez, an advertisement started playing in the middle of my women's gymnastics schedule. Read. Uh, so it's Saturday, it's Friday at six fifteen. We'll have tickets to give away. Coach, thanks again for All your right, time. Thank Appreciate you. It. That's KJ Kindler. This is the Plank Show. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Sorry, I was, I I was talking to Coach. We were talking about Love's Field. And how exciting it is. Can you believe uh, it's this week? No. No. I I am absolutely still in shock. I mean, okay, can I go through the phases that I'm in right now? There's a little part of me that's kind of uh, a little sad that I haven't even seen it yet, that I haven't been inside it yet. So there's that part of me where it's like, I haven't walked in the thing yet. Come on. I mean, this is year nine, people. But then again, it's like, who cares? I'm the, the, <laughs> I don't well, need to be in there early. So there's that. And there's an element to it. It's almost going to be more fun having not seen it. I think so. I think so. Because I have no clue. No clue. What, I haven't walked in it. I haven't. Oh, is the app down? Uh-oh. Please, please, please just get an OKC station partner. The KREF app is not reliable. Chuck the old fart. The actual KRF app died again. Oh, no. Warning. Warning. Earthquake warning. Actually, you know what? Our app is how I listen to baseball. It was very reliable over the weekend. Maybe just doesn't like us, Josh. Good Drake will be all Could over. Could be. Um, yeah, but you're right. I, I think there is a part of me that even if someone was like, hey, you want to go over and check it? I'm like, no, no, I'll wait till Friday morning. Because as it stands right now, the uh, the university last night sent out two <laughs> releases about just, hey, what did we talk about on Monday for people that are coming out, Josh? What did we talk about the keyword for fans coming to Love's Field this year? Patience. Patience. Now, I-, I will say there was a little bit of an over-the-top grip on the, on the email that was sent out that I'm not going to lie to you, I, I kind of – I kind of wasn't expecting, and that that was throughout the year. I mean, not just not just throughout the month of maybe you know, February and into a few games in March. It was like, hey, man, this is going to be something that is going to be a process throughout the year. Here, as typical in the release that was sent out, Weather impacts throughout Love's Field construction resulted in some unavoidable delays. Throughout the remainder of the 2024 season, the University of Oklahoma will apply finishing touches to the stadium and team facilities, working to achieve the whole vision for Love's Field and resulting in the premier game day experience in college softball. So that, to me, I I know the team, if I remember the timeline correctly, 
the team is not going to be able to move in until mid-March. Like They're still going to have their locker room facilities and stuff at Marina Hines. But in mid-March, they're going to be able to be in. So I think that's the most important thing. No offense to any of the fans. That's I, I the, the team stuff, get them over there. The game day experience, it's still going to be awesome. It's going to be loud. It's, it's sold out. You know, the the faculty, because I, I got to be honest with you, I'm like grinding. My, my family wants to go to games, and I never get them tickets just because I'm not that person. I'm never going to ask anyone but outside of whenever my wife finally demands that I do. She's like, here's your phone. You call them, and you find out if you can take your kids. Your kids, Chris, they're your kids. Don't you want them at the game with you? I'm like, I kind of know. You know, they're kind of a pain when I'm trying to do my job. Do you know what would happen if my daughter was here right now, Josh? The whole time she'd be like, can I eat some chocolate? Can we turn on YouTube? I mean, she would think she's whispering, but she's loud. But my point is, you know, even – And, of course, yes to both. Yeah, I I would probably have to, so she would be quiet. But, I mean, the only tickets like available to staff are like standing room only tickets. That shows you how – incredibly in demand the tickets were almost make you think did we build a big enough boat right (laughs) do we need a bigger boat but all those questions will be back and forth so on so forth debate debate but I just hope that I hope it's not terrible right In, in other words I hope that it doesn't lead to like minimizing the experience. You know what I mean? Sometimes you move into a house early, you see the vision, but yet it's such hell to get through if you're building. You move into a facility early, it's it, the ingress, egress can be so challenging. Now, I personally think that's going to be one of the nice advantages because it like didn't really register to me that that whole parking lot, I mean, you got, we should never have a problem with parking, right? But they said they're closing Imhoff on game day. Huh. Did you see that? Yeah, that's interesting. So, not not to really get carried away here on, on Love's Field, because I am so excited about it, but um, it says Imhoff Road, immediately south of Love's Field, will close to vehicle traffic on game days from Jenkins to Asp Avenue starting three hours before first pitch. Which to me says, let's have a street party, baby. If that's the way that it's going to be, but that's also a pretty significant, you know, traveled area on game days, especially if there's a baseball game going on at the same time. So I, I'll be curious to see how that. Yeah, that works. that'll be interesting. If uh, people miss the, the turn into the LNC, where do you go? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Chuck the old fart and others. Um. The ref app apparently is not down. This might be a user error. We're hearing from many who are tuned in on the app. So I I apologize. Drake, it doesn't look like you need to rush in. You're good. Take your time. If you're even in today. He might be on his eighth vacation. It's already February. But I um, I gotta tell you something, man. It's still exciting. Right? It's still exciting. You know, a vision. A vision for something that... I don't know, man. A vision of something that was so 
grand, out of reach. You know, it's, oh, they'll never be able to get anything done like that for so many years, so many years. I mean, how many days did we talk about, well, hey, you know, this this team, they, they need a new stadium, they need them. Well, when are they going to break ground? When are they going to break ground? How many different proposals had there been? I remember in 2017, after they won the national championship, uh, and I think Kenny Mossman at the time, I don't think he'll mind me saying it, but we were – I was getting ready to go out of town for a while. He's like, hey, you might want to make sure that on this day you have a – you have some time because we're going to be announcing massive renovations, right? And they did, and it was awesome. And what they were planning on looked amazing. And then I think it was, what, maybe a couple months later, maybe even a year later? Boy, that's really a minimal amount. That's a nice time. What am, who am I, the TCI cable guy? Uh, we'll be there from 10 a.m. to 10 p. Maybe it was like six months to a year later where it was like, okay, wait till you hear this announcement. And it was, it's not just going to be a renovation. We've done the number. We've crunched the numbers. We're building a whole new, we're building a bigger boat. And I have... I've talked to D, uh, DJ. I talked to JT. He and he and Coach and Coach Roach and I think staff members too. The important staff members got a chance to go check it out. And the thing that JT said that I thought really resonated how special this place is going to be was it's it's grander. It's bigger than he thought. So, in other words, he said, when you're out there, you feel like you're at USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium. Good. You like, should. Dang, that's awesome. So, there you go. Just, uh, I don't know how we got there, but a quick reminder. What did Axel Rose teach us? All we need is just a little patience. I don't remember the rest of the words. Said sugar, take it slow, and it'll work itself out fine. Is that close? Do we have someone that loves GNR as much as David Goodspeed loves Van Halen? Yeah, there it is. I can start whistling for you, too. Yeah, you go. I got it. I got it. Said woman, take it slow. And it will work itself outside. Oh, and sugar's in there, too. Uh, So, Imhoff, three hours before first pitch, which is a 2 o'clock first pitch. So, 2 minus 1, 11 a.m., Imhoff to Asp will be closed. Parking in the LNC. I don't know any other parking, but that looks like there's plenty of room there. And then we'll play two games. It looks like weather's going to be pretty good. Now, we're going to get some rain on Thursday. But I also know I'm not allowed to keep anything in the booth because as soon as the game is over, it's back to work on Sunday. And then we'll move back in next Friday for Iowa State. If you're coming from Highway 9 to Jenkins, is there a – Turn in to the LNC? Mm-hmm. Turn in left? Mm-hmm. And if it's only to ASP, you can still go down Imhoff a little bit. So you would still be able to go down Imhoff and turn in either by baseball or... Listen, I've spent a lot of time in the LNC parking lot teaching kids how to drive, okay? It's... <laughs> i just tell you, there's a lot of different ways to go in there and, and out of there. I envision this being uh, interesting. Oh, I, it's going to be an absolute cluster. I mean, I'm just here to tell you right now. I, I, I appreciate all the attempts at letting people know. I hope I've helped spread the word. We're going to do 
several shows and podcasts about it. But, I mean, Josh, you you know how these best laid plans turn out. Disaster. It would be cool to have something right there in front of the stadium, though. Right? Street party. Street party. Food trucks. Um, radio shows. Let's go. Uh, I'll Good spot for uh, Fletcher's Corny Dogs. Beer vendors. But then how much time do they need? I don't know how much time they need to like set up and stuff. Probably a little bit. Maybe our plan just got imploded by that. Can you set up in five minutes? <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, uh, we, we do a break. We got a lot on the show today. Eric Edelm is going to join us. We're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming Combine, which starts essentially with people weighing in, I think, tomorrow. I. Uh, I talked to Jerry Palm this week, and I got his take on where Oklahoma is and where they need to be. You saw in the most recent updates, Josh, we are not seeing Oklahoma move up after that win, nor move down after that win over Oklahoma State. So they're staying Good. right where they were before. And then we got a big game to get ready for tomorrow night. It's all coming up on a very busy Tuesday edition of The Plank Show right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. Dude, now I'm upset. Now I'm mad. Just- Kenzie Hansen was just here and completely missed an opportunity to talk to her. I know. Yeah. It, if I, I, I would have like, taken my break on time, that would have helped. You, you you didn't know she was here? No, I had no clue. I guess I could have told you. No clue. None whatsoever. I saw someone that I, that I apparently work with at SSP that I've never seen in my life in here, and I, was, I, thought, I thought it was like a soccer player or something. I knew that they were, <laughs> I knew they were taping some spots. And then when we went to break, I walked around because I was editing the Eric Edelman interview because it's 18 minutes long. (laughs) Yeah, I get a little crazy on draft talk. And TJ was like, oh, you just missed Kenzie Hansen. She was trying to get your attention. I was like, listen, we are practicing patience this week, people. Yeah, that's my bad. I I didn't uh, didn't know if you you wanted to – Oh, I would have bothered her. I would have brought her in here, and we would have talked nonstop about all things except softball, and you people would have been so mad at me. And it would have been great. <laughs> it was like, are you not even going to ask her about softball? Um, hey, by the way, speaking of that, I did get a couple of updates yesterday, Josh. Can we have a show meeting on the air here real quick? Let's. Okay. How are you good to be on the show with me Friday? When you're in Vegas, do you have you seen schedules or anything? Because you guys don't play until later, right? For uh, baseball on Friday in Vegas, yes, okay. I believe it's four o'clock local time here. Oh, so you'll have plenty of time. Four o'clock Central Time. So on Friday, there is a chance because we'll already have someone in studio. So there is a chance that you might have to be solo for a little bit during the final hour and preceding for the show. We were talking about the ribbon-cutting ceremony before the game, which I thought would be – I've never done a ribbon-cutting before. Now, the the ground what, – what's it called when they break ground? Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. <laughs> you know, that thing where they take a shovel. What is it called? Yeah. I felt like that was – like that was easy. I, that was easy-peasy. It's like, ah, oh, welcome, everybody. Here's – all of our, but yet there was always, there was always somebody who was like overly stressed out, and you get me showing up. I'm like, yeah, what I need to say? All right, we're good. Well, Caitlin Montgomery, bro, she's got a rundown, and she is on it. So 
She's like, okay, well, uh, what time are you going to get there? I'm like, oh, I don't know, just a little bit beforehand. I'm going to do my show there. She's like, oh. And then I was like, my show's 9 to noon. And then, so then it set off panic where it's like, well, what? How are you going to do this if your show is until noon? I was like, I got to go, baby. We're good. But yeah, uh, their ribbon cutting ceremonies at 11 a.m. So I might vamoose for a little bit. That's cool. I don't know if we, I don't know if it would equate to radio well. So I would say we could carry it live. But I think just getting the broadcast on the air is going to be goal number one this sure. weekend. As far as I don't know that what the connections sense. are going to look like. I don't know what Wi-Fi is going to look like this week, and I'm sure it's all a work in progress. So you can always tape that, and then you know. Re-air. Oh, that is true. That is true. We can always go down there and tape it. But so I just number one. Now speaking of Vegas, do you know when you're leaving? Are you leaving early on Thursday? That's going to be something worth double checking okay. today. Good, good, good. But yes, I believe so. And then thirdly, you're gonna. I mean, you're in Vegas, dude, for four days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, part of Sunday. By the way, you're going to be really introduced to the world of get out of Dodge, which is the most nerve-wracking thing when you're on a radio broadcast. Your post-game show is going to be, we got to go. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But are you prepared for, is Vegas ready for Josh Helmer? I would imagine, yeah, Vegas is ready. Vegas ain't ready for us. I will say, um... My flight back from Palm Springs was the last flight out of Vegas to Oklahoma City. And I was a little bit disappointed that there were so many happy people on it. Usually they talk about the Vegas trip. The flight back is is just painful. Everyone's smiling. I sat next to a member of the Ref Army. A bunch and of his wife. Vegas veterans, I guess. I guess so. They knew what was going on. Yeah, it does. Don't don't get too wild the day before the flight home. By, by the way, I don't know. I I went into our we we're getting ready for a text to wrap up hour number one, and I I saw Jesse G's text from yesterday, and it apps. I don't know how I missed this. What's the over under on the number of people that could sneak into the opener with a vest and a hard hat pretending to be a worker? <laughs> don't anybody try that, okay? Please, it's brilliant, but no. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll hit the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Hour one brought to you by Van Hoos Fence rolls on right here on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Back with you closing up hour number one. It's the Plank Show. Josh Elmer alongside Chris Plank. And hour number one presented by Van Hoos Fence. Get your fencing needs taken care of by the premier fence company in Oklahoma. Get it done before the spring rolls in in earnest. VHfence.com, 405-735-1167. A bunch of folks uh, on the text line. Yeah, we we have an absolute S show on the text line about whether or not the app is working Which, by the way, you know, (laughs) first things first on that. So, from what I can gather, some have... Perhaps download an update to the KRAP app. Ooh. And if you, bottom line is, probably not a bad idea to restart the phone. If you're having issues with the app or the unplug and replug it back in routine, which is uninstall the app, reinstall it. If those don't work, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, <laughs> those would be my first couple of suggestions because there, there was an update and a Good couple call. of people have said that. They shut the phone off, turned it back on, and that it's it's worked great. Beautiful. So there you love go. to hear that. Uh, a bunch of folks say, uh, "Hey, we love a fiery coach, Kidler. How she keeps her head from exploding is beyond me." Those judges, that's out of the four hundred five. 
Yeah. Uh, and then I had to laugh from what um, I think it was Mrs. R had as our, is that Mrs. R or Miss R? I'm sorry. Miss R and Norman. Yeah. I saw you talking to the meat official, KJ. I could tell you weren't happy. Uh, the 405 poses a question here, Josh. Says the gymnastics meet will start during the second softball game. Parking will be crazy. Well, that is true. Well, but again, the the first softball game is at 2 o'clock. And I don't – parking is going to be crazy because you'll have gym going on at the same time and then the shared lot and, you know, 4,000 fans, 5,000 fans trying to get in over at Love's Field. But I'll get there early. We'll find a way. We oh, will find a way. Arrive sooner. What do you think of True Sooner's text? Give me a break. Weather delays. OU has gotten a break with the weather as great as it's been what if it's been a normal January and February? Those are excuses. Now, you correct me if this is Go ahead. wrong, Plank, but I'm sort of under the impression or belief, based on some conversations I've had, that some of the delays started as early as last spring. Yes. So when they say weather delays, they're not even really talking about recent months. It's dating back to last spring, summer, so on and so forth. When when last year wrapped up and they had we'd done the – digging of the dirt when we had started the process uh i had someone who used to work at ou used to be within the softball program call me and you know what happens when someone calls me josh they go right to voicemail (laughs) that's right yeah doesn't get answered and as soon as i checked the voicemail the response was why am i hearing that oklahoma is not even going to be able to play in love's field in 2024 so to kind of give you an idea of just how, you know, delays had happened and different things had taken place. They it, worked really hard for this week to be yeah, possible. Absolutely. Uh, and then Lloyd writes, push heavy for tailgate and food truck presence for every softball and gymnastics game days. Well, like Josh and I pointed out, I don't know if they can set those things up in like the 10 minutes they're going to get. <laughs> All right, set them up. Let's go. Quick break. Uh, Eric Adam joins us to talk a little bit of Combine next.